When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Happy July 4th, America. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN2. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm Amber Wilson. He's Harry Douglas. We are filling in for the guys while they uh, while they enjoy their holiday, Harry. We are enjoying being here with you all because we have a ton to unpack today. So really, they're the ones missing out, Harry, because there's so much to get to. We will give you the latest on everything. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. NBA free agency is the gift that keeps on giving. And Zion Williamson hardly plays basketball, but you wouldn't know it if you look at his bank account. We will get to all of that and plenty more, but I have to start in the most important place because, Harry, it is July 4th. You've Mm -hmm. been known to with the Harry Douglas menu. Okay, if y'all don't know, not only is Harry Douglas, you know, former NFL wide receiver, many, many years with the Falcons and the Titans in the league and big timing here at ESPN, but also a bit of a chef. What's on the menu for your July 4th holiday, Harry? So we're going to have some ribs that I seasoned last night and some chicken in the refrigerator right now. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And then my mom and dad are going to bring over some homemade banana pudding just the way I like it. So that's what's on the menu today, Amber. Dang, it's like a whole feast over there at the Douglas home. Yeah, no, no uh, hamburger, no hamburger and hot dogs. You know, some people back there in, in Bristol, they love hamburgers and hot dogs. Um, <clears throat> Pat. That is what July 4th connotes, though, to me, is hamburgers <laughs> and hot dogs, whatever you can just easily put on the grill. I don't think of July 4th as like a big food holiday, to be honest with you. I know when we were talking yesterday and our producer, Pat Costello, was setting up the show with us and we and he had mentioned, hey, July 4th food. And I was thinking... Thanksgiving, that's a holiday with food, you know. Christmas, to me, is a holiday with the big feast. July 4th is just hamburgers and hot dogs on a grill. Easy peasy. Hang out by the pool, hang out at the beach, grilling it up. Oh, you just shook up my brain. Whoa, hamburgers <laughs> and hot dogs. Listen, I, I was telling Pat, when I, did, when I did KJM Memorial Day, I have never had a cookout or when, growing up, the cookout that my parents had, had hamburgers and hot dogs. Like for holiday cookouts or any cookouts that I've have ever been a part of, so I I, I can't relate. I can't relate to no hamburgers and hot dogs. I can't do it. Y'all are fancy, but you know what? Sometimes a good hamburger or a good hot dog, it's where it's at. Harry, you should give it a try. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is brought to you by Straight Talk. Get the forty five dollars silver unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. So we are happy that you are spending part of your holiday with us. Anyways, before you get that grill going. And there is a lot to talk about still on the Kevin Durant front because we know that the Brooklyn Nets seem to be blowing it up. KD wants out. They're probably trading away Kyrie. Maybe they're even trading away Ben Simmons. On the KD watch, though, there's a lot of teams that are calling the Brooklyn Nets reportedly. And frankly, 
every team in the league should probably be making a phone call. What's interesting is there was a few teams I think people suspected wouldn't be interested because why do they need to be, right? Like, you know, that team that just won a championship, Harry. However, Mark J. Spears, Anscape's NBA writer, he said, hey, not so fast when he was on Sunday morning yesterday. He said, don't count the Warriors out of this mix either. The one team I'm telling you guys is keep an eye on is the Golden State Warriors. Golden State could have the best package for both parties. Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, all-star Andrew Wiggins, and former number two pick James Wiseman. What the Nets want is they want a young all-star or perhaps a future all-star. They're all under 30. They also want picks, uh, maybe the ability to swap picks. But if you can get those four players, if I'm the Nets, I'm very, very happy. And for Kevin Durant, the Warriors, they're very familiar with and vice versa. They are very familiar <laughs> <laughs> with each other, uh, to put it lightly. I, th- to me, this makes no sense from the Kevin Durant perspective. Yes, I understand what Mark J. Spears is saying from the team's perspective. It makes a whole lot of sense because the Warriors have the young assets, some of those young assets. They can trade them away to the Nets. They don't blow up that core in doing so. They bring in KD. He allows that core to take it to the next level because we did see some cracks this season. Even though they won the championship, we saw some cracks this season where Draymond, Steph, Clay, you know, they're not the guys, the players quite that they were in 2017 type deal. You bring Kevin Durant back into that mix, all of a sudden they all kind of collectively look like yesteryear together and you can get away with maybe getting rid of the pools or the Wiggins of the world, whatever Brooklyn ends up wanting on that front. It makes sense from a team perspective, Harry. doesn't make any sense from a KD perspective to me. Why would that man want to go back there? Uh, I don't know, but I I will say this. When when you look at it uh, uh, from an overall uh, standpoint and a uh, the total picture, a lot of people may ask, like, why would the Warriors want to do that as well? But you look at the Western Conference, it's going to be stacked next year. You look at what Minnesota just did via trade and Rudy Gobert and bringing them over to Adam to Car Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. Uh, you look at the Los Angeles Clippers and what they're going to be with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George together, uh, John Wall signing there, Reggie Jackson. They have the deepest roster in the NBA right now. And then if you have a Kyrie Irving get traded to the Los Angeles Lakers, now you have another big three there with Anthony Davis, if he can be on the court, LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. You look at Memphis, they aren't going anywhere. You look at the Denver Nuggets and who they're going to get back at Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray to go along with uh, Nikola Jokic. You look at the Phoenix Suns. You look at the New Orleans Pelicans with Zion Williamson signing uh, his max deal that he's, he's just got. So it, the Western Conference in my eyes and then Luka, who, who just lost in the Western Conference Finals in the Dallas Mavericks, they're not going anywhere. Even they traded for Kristen Wood from the Houston uh, Rockets. You look at the Western Conference and how stack is going to be. I actually would not mind seeing a Kevin Durant in Golden State. Now, there's two places I wouldn't mind seeing Kevin Durant. Golden State, going back to Golden State because they were so dominant. We got to remember they went to three straight finals, and they're going to compete at the highest level every time all three of those guys are on the basketball course. I say all four if you add Draymond. But the Phoenix Suns, if a Kevin Durant can go to the Phoenix Suns as well with a Devin Booker and a Chris Paul, that will be lethal as well. But when you look at the big picture and you look at the Western Conference and, what, and what's it's going to be next year, uh, Kevin Durant going to Golden State is not bad in my eyes. 
Uh, it would be bad in, uh, I think, as a, from a fan perspective, in terms of their dominance. Like, we've already seen it. We've seen Kevin Durant on that team. We know they go to every NBA Finals. And sure, the West is going to be a bit more stacked, but it's not going to be nearly as stacked as that team. Now, to your point, why would the Warriors want to do this when they just won a championship? Well, yeah, the rich want to still get richer, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can never be rich enough in most people's eyes. You can never have enough generational talent on your team. And that's why every team, including the Warriors, would be interested in doing this. Because, of course, KD makes every team better. I mean, arguably still, what, the second best player in the league? We'd probably put him at. He's in everybody's top three still, even here in his mid-30s now. And so, yeah, the Warriors, of course, are interested. But Kevin Durant left that team for a reason. He left that team, I think, in large part because, frankly, he was darned if he did and darned if he didn't. I mean, we gave him so much slack for winning on a team that had already won 72. He joined a stacked team. People didn't really want to give him the credit. Even with the finals MVPs, he leaves to go do it on his own. Now it hasn't worked out. Now, of course, we're piling on him there. If he goes back, he's not going to get any credit ever for any of these championships because the Warriors just won one. We're going to go, oh, there's KD just joining one again. Now, what's funny is the teams that he had on his very short list in the Phoenix Suns and the Miami Heat. I mean, you are talking about the one seeds from each conference coming Mm -hmm. off this past season. So it's not exactly like KD's interested in going and rebuilding somewhere. But him walking into a team that just won the championship again, nobody's respecting that. And Kevin Durant... We know he cares what people say about it. He cares so much he's got the burner accounts, Harry Douglas. That's how much he cares. That's why he can't go back to the Warriors. That's why. It's not up to KD where he goes, but the Brooklyn Nets, they're not going to trade him somewhere he really doesn't want to be. We never see that in this league. But that's my thing. But what if the Brooklyn Nets just say, you know what? We're going to do what was best for our organization, and we're going to send him to Golden State because it's different from the first time around. You know, Kevin Durant, he decided to go to Golden State. If he just gets traded to Golden State, I think it would be different. But we already seen the rapport that those guys had. It's not like he's going to go to a team and he's not going to have any chemistry with the guys that's there in Golden State. Yes, he might have to hash some things out with Steve Kerr and maybe Draymond, which I think they already have done. But I don't think it would be as bad as a lot of people may think it will be if he go to Golden State. Well, we still have a lot more to unpack when it comes to this Kevin Durant discussion. But coming up next, one NBA player who is now very rich. Is it going to pay off, though? This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is Independence Day. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas hanging out with you on KJM. Harry, what is on? We talked about your menu for July yes. 4th, but what is on the list of things to do today? We get off air. You and I get off air 10 a.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing Harry Douglas is doing? Like, how quickly does that alcohol hit your lips? Well, first, I got to go relieve my wife because she's going to be dealing with the kids from the moment they wake up until the moment I get off. So I got to go give her a little break, give her a little breather for about an hour. Then I'm going to start cooking. So my son, my son is very hands-on, right? I started cleaning up the kitchen yesterday. He's helping me, whatnot. My daughter, she's over there on the iPad, not paying us no mind. So I'm going I'm to teach my son, even though he's about to be three on July 6th, how to light the grill and get the grill started or whatnot. <laughs> But then, you know, I may have me some little, I, I drunk so much tequila while I was in Alaska. I don't know if I want no more damn tequila anytime soon. I may drink me some red wine because I love my red. I'm a, I may open it up, Amber, let it breathe for about, let's see, two or three hours. Let that wine breathe. Wow. Yes, I'm up. My wine game Bro. is up a little bit. Let it breathe and then it partake in those activities. And my mom and dad, my nephew, all those guys, they're going to come over and, and come kick it with the fam. Harry Douglas, former uh, NFL wide receiver, uh, ESPN talent, pseudo chef, sommelier. Apparently, uh-huh. we can add to the list as well uh, with his wine, uh, his his wine uh, expertise there, letting it breathe for three hours. That's not something I've ever done because I just crack the ball and start drinking it. Because I mean, it, is it it's tequilier there. a thing? Because it it's Well, it does sound like he was a tequilier. <laughs> I do feel like tequila in Alaska probably hits different because it's necessary to stay a little bit more warm, right? Like you were just in Alaska, you were yes. fishing. No chance, even though it's summer, that that water was anywhere near reasonable. It was cold as hell. I, literally on the boat, I had on three shirts underneath my hoodie, and then I had a jacket over my hoodie with my hat tied up because I was freezing cold. It, it got to one point on the boat where we were fishing for lean cod, and I sat inside, and I told him I wasn't coming out to go fishing for the lean cod because I was like that cold and I was like Cap can you please turn the heater on in here he was like you know what Harry you're playing good tunes I'll turn the heater on for you oh so there was a heater on those boats yes it was that tequila is necessary though right like I don't at that point the tequila like you're not even feeling the tequila the tequila is just for survival at that point but let us know what is on your menu for July 4th. We hope you're all enjoying your holiday. You can always give us a call. Chime in about anything sports here on KJM, 888 That ESPN. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys. It is Independence Day, but we are happy to be celebrating it with you firing up some burgers and fries. And- Burgers and hot dogs after the show is what I meant to say. Burgers and fries. Maybe there's some fries in the oven. You know, do you? It's July 4th. This is Harry Douglas's song. Now that we know that he lets his wine breathe for two to three hours before he consumes it. Do you have, you have the fancy decanter and everything? Yeah. All the steps. Yes. Yeah. So the, so, so the, the, some of the guys I went out to Alaska with, they are actually the people who got me to start drinking wine. When we go to South Africa, we go to Stellenbosch. They know people that own wineries. So shout out to John Bobette and the rest of my crew, Tom Mahoney. We, there's this Look place. You're trying to get that free wine yeah, sent to you right yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. So, so, so listen, literally, Shoot there's this place in, Stella, in Stellenbosch called Hempies. And Hempy is a, a South African uh, rugby player. Used to be a South African rugby player. He's a legend over there in South Africa. We go there, but it's not your normal winery. You 
you know, eat your cheese and stuff. Hempy cooks like real food for us. It's like a real cookout. And he has wine that he, he makes and like berries and just writes the date on the side of the bottle and digs up and we drink that wine and whatnot. And it's amazing. Red, are, red wine. You are fancy. Now, I do not think of July 4th as a wine holiday. I mean, I love wine, but I do think of July 4th as more of like a beer kind of day, right? Ooh. Like Independence Day, the grill's fired up. You're drinking some beer. I'm not even much <laughs> of a beer drinker. Me I just either. feel like that's a bit more fitting for July 4th. <laughs> I'll probably opt for a little white wine. That's normally my move if other people are drinking beer. But I do feel like July 4th, Independence America connotes beer to me for some reason. Also, connoting... America to me is uh, getting paid big, big, big dollars, right? Because Zion Williamson just did that. Harry Douglas. Now we don't see Zion play much basketball. Okay. But his <laughs> bank account would suggest otherwise. He just agreed with new Orleans to a five year, $193 million maximum rookie extension with the Pels pending all NBA selections. He could earn as much as $231 million over the course of his contract. It must be Nice. Now, Zion Williamson has played just 85 games in three NBA seasons because of numerous injuries, including a fractured foot that wiped out his entire 2021-2022 NBA campaign. Harry, is Zion Williamson worth potentially $231 million? I think so. I think so. And, and here's a few reasons why. When you look at the New Orleans Pelicans, you look how everything went down with Anthony Davis. Um, not too long ago, him forcing his way out of New Orleans and wanted to go to the Los Angeles Lakers and then going there and winning the title. Okay, they were like, okay, well, what can we get out of this? They got Zion Williamson. Now, has he lived up to a standards of a number one overall pick? No, he hasn't. But when you look at a guy like LeBron James and how much noise um, and the hype coming into an NBA season or NBA uh, starting his NBA career when he came out of high school, I don't think anyone since LeBron James has had that hype since Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is the next guy in line to have that hype when he came out of Duke. And if he was able to come out of high school, you didn't have to go to college for one year, I think that, st that same hype would have been there. Now, granted – Zion Williamson hasn't played much basketball, but when he is on the basketball court, he is a guy that shot over 60% from the floor while averaging 27 points. And I want everyone to just, just, just bear with me for a second. Now, Joel Embiid got hurt early and was hurt early in his career, right? He had the injury bug. So the first two years that Joel Embiid played, he played 31 games the first year, 63 the second year. He averaged 20.2 points per game and 22.9. Zion Williamson, he's played 24 games his first year, 61 his second. He averaged 22.5, and then he averaged 27. When he's on the court, he's going to make the New Orleans Pelicans that much better. Also, if you're looking at the front office, you're looking from things from their standpoint, who is going to be a guy that put fans in the stands that fans want to come see? But granted, he has to be available. That's going to be um, Zion Williamson. They're going to buy jerseys. They're going to buy tickets because they want to see. And they, and they have promise, right? Them going to the playoffs and taking the Phoenix Suns to six games and fighting very, very hard and showing that, hey, they can't be a team. They made a trade for C.J. McCollum. We've seen how much he's meant to that team. They just drafted a Dyson Daniels, who I'm very high on, another big guard that can defend and open, uh, hit open shots uh, that you can put on the floor. You have a Valanchunas. You have a, a Brandon Ingram. There's promise with this team, and Willie Green has been able to get the best out of this, 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 this core that he has. And here's another name I, I tell people don't forget, Herbert Jones. 
He's a guy that I think at some point is going to win defensive player of the year because of his size and how uh, available he is to defend uh, just about uh, every position on the basketball court. So is Zion worth it? Yes, because I think the New Orleans Pelicans are a much better team when he's out there. The key thing is that he has to be out there for him. Well, that's the key. I mean, he's a generational talent, fine. Obviously, the number one pick out of Duke in 2019. We know what his numbers look like when he's out there. We've seen it in snippets, but snippets ain't enough, Harry Douglas. If you're the Pelicans, <laughs> you had to do this. You had to do this because, in part, there's the rumors that he didn't want to be in New Orleans, right? And if he is, if he does live up to that talent, if he is on the Joel Embiid path, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, which is the one guy that you point to in the NBA, you say, hey, major availability issues the first couple years of his NBA career. Also concerns during that time about how good of a shape he was keeping himself in. A lot of that surrounding Zion. And so you hope that he ends up on that same Joel Embiid trajectory where we can talk about him, you know, as the runner-up for MVP back-to-back multiple years like we do now with Embiid. And because of that, if you're the Pelicans, you take this chance. You have to do it. You have to pay the guy with that talent because when are you going to get that talent on your roster again you know the talent exists the problem is the availability I mean it doesn't matter if he's not out there it doesn't matter if he's generational and it doesn't matter if he would sell seats if he was out there nobody's buying those seats if he's not playing basketball I have been down on Zion Williamson even though I've got Zion if you're watching on ESPN News or ESPN 2 I've got Zion over my shoulder right now I am down on Zion Harry because I've been frustrated with the lack of availability I've been frustrated with this idea that some of it might be because Maybe he's not keeping himself in kind of professional shape for a professional basketball player and certainly somebody of that caliber. I think it's interesting when you look back on that draft, like there is no part of Memphis that regrets taking Jaw, right? And and missing out on Zion, not having the number one pick in that draft. I mean, Memphis is probably feeling pretty darn good that they had the second pick in that draft and didn't have to make the Zion decision because so far they're winning that battle with New Orleans because of Zion's availability. You also, though, had to do this if you're the Pelicans, because they did win the couple play-in games just this past season without Zion. They took the Suns to six without Zion. That's a good team, a good little team, it looked like, without Zion. So imagine if Zion's actually on that team. You mentioned Brandon Ingram, assuming they don't trade him away for KD, because that's one of the rumors out Mm -hmm. there, what it would look like if you brought Kevin Durant into that New Orleans team. I'm not sure KD would want to be in New Orleans, but uh, (laughs) they're certainly in the mix and in play as well. So with this Zion Williamson story, though, I I mean, Mm -hmm. You had to do it if you're the Pelicans, fine. I just I don't like anything about it. Like, give me a call when he's actually ready to play basketball and when he's in shape, and then I'll let you know my thoughts on Zion Williamson. Right now, he ain't worth that money, even though I recognize why they had to pony up that level of money. So there's still a ton to unpack. That's one of the things that has happened here during the NBA offseason. Tons has happened during this NBA offseason. But coming up next here on KJM, why one person is expecting a drop-off from one of the best receivers in the NFL. We will explain after Harry has this word from Straight Talk. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. Uh, Actually, it feels great. You should try it. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless, now offering $45 silver unlimited plan with five gigabytes of hotspot, a nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk, Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The beat's getting us in the mood here. On Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN2. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas hanging out with you. The guys are busy, probably still sleeping. Harry, maybe grilling. Keyshawn's probably definitely still sleeping because he's probably out in California right now. (laughs) So it's like middle of the night out there. He's definitely getting his sleep before his holiday. But we are happy to not be sleeping and to be hanging out with you here talking about sports. Give us a call. Please join the conversation. We want to hear from you on this July 4th holiday. 729-3776. That is 888-SAY-ESPN. We have unpa- been unpacking everything NBA offseason. Kevin Durant, where is he going to end up? We will get back to that later in the show. Zion Williamson's max extension. He hardly plays basketball, but his bank account looks like he's out there for all 82 every year. If you want to chime in on that again, 888-SAY-ESPN. We are going to shift gears, though, with Harry Douglas for a moment. Let's talk some NFL. Let's go to your wheelhouse here, Harry. And Brett Favre said something really interesting to TMZ. He said that 
Devontae Adams might have a bit of a fall off here now that somebody not named Aaron Rodgers is throwing him the football. Here's the exact quote from Brett Favre on TMZ. It's just hard to shift gears, especially from a player as prolific as Aaron Rodgers. I'd be shocked if he had the same year. I think Derek Carr is a very good quarterback, but he's not in Aaron's league yet, may never be, and that's no disrespect. Maybe no disrespect. If you say it's no disrespect, if it's, is it no disrespect, you know, with all due respect, no disrespect. Normally you're setting some things up for a little disrespect, but yes. I can't find this comment. I can't find it very controversial here, even though it's fine. Slightly disrespectful to Derek Carr, but like the reality is Derek Carr ain't Aaron Rodgers, right? Like that Derek Carr did not just win back-to-back MVPs that, that Aaron Rodgers guy did. I don't feel like that's super controversial to say. No, I, I, I... Listen, when you look at a guy like A-Rod who won back-to-back MVPs, they went 13-3 and the last three seasons, um, had the number one seed a few of those seasons as well. You, when you look at guys like Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be hard to just say, hey, what quarterback can we find that's like him, right? And when you look at the NFL right now, I think it's only one person that you can put above or probably possibly, probably, arguably two. You look at a Tom Brady who's won seven Super Bowls, and then you look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, but even – when you look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers does things that I just – you don't see things that people like can do. Like Patrick Mahomes can do a, a lot of great things, but A-Rod, the way he throws the football, the way he drives, uh, rolling to his left, throwing across his body, uh, the zip that he has on it. I remember playing against Aaron Rodgers when I was in Atlanta. We played in Green Bay. It was like minus three degrees. And I remember Jordy Nelson ran a double move, and I was like, okay, the backside corner – True fun is going to intercept this football. Aaron Rodgers put it on a line, on a rope, to the point to where the backside corner replacing the safety couldn't even get to it. So he has those intangibles. But let's be serious here, okay? Brett Favre is acting like Devontae Adams is going to somebody that's, that's a slouch. Did we forget that Devontae Adams and Derek Carr played together at Fresno State? Not to mention in two years, Devontae Adams caught over 3,000 yards from uh, – Derek Carr in over 38 and 38 touchdowns. Let's not act like this relationship is boring. These guys are best friends. They hang out a lot in the offseason. I've seen it with my own eyes, the, the, the chemistry that they do have. And let's remember, Devontae Adams is not going to have the same numbers because he's going to have better help with him in Las Vegas. He has a guy in Hunter Renfro who's one of the better slot receivers in the game. He has a top I say five top four tight end in Darren Waller. You have Demarcus Robinson who came over from Kansas City who's going to be joining them as well. Also, you have Josh McDaniels who we've seen that can be a hell of a play caller and dial up some things from his days being in New England. So the circumstances are going to be different for Devontae Adams in Las Vegas because he has more help around him. And also you have another tight end in Foster Moreau who can play at a high level. So I think Devontae Adams is going to have a lot of success. Are the numbers going to look the same? No, but he's going to have help around him more so than he did in Green Bay. I think Derek Carr is traditionally underrated and undervalued, frankly, uh, in in terms of just quarterbacks in the league. And you can't say enough about how he handles himself, right? And all the adversity that team faced last year. I mean, last year alone, just within a span of a few months, from Gruden's resignation Mm -hmm. to Henry Ruggs, the third DUI crash, to Arnett's release. I mean, it was one thing after another for that team. And yet he kept... 
that ship as right as he could. He ended up throwing for a career high over 4,800 yards. You know, he led the Raiders to their second playoff appearance in the last 19 seasons. It was impressive that he was the leader and what he was able to do with all of that going on. Now, like you mentioned, he's got his college best friend who he's throwing footballs to, who also happens to be a brilliant receiver. And so Mm -hmm. you know that connection is going to look good. That connection looked phenomenal in college. There's no reason to believe that it wouldn't even be better now when both of those guys are better throughout their professional careers, of course, than they were back in college. I don't know what to expect from Josh McDaniels now running the offense. There's still question marks on this team. I don't have concerns about the Derek Carr, Devontae Adams relationship. But again, though, I still don't think it's crazy to say it may not be as good as when Aaron Rodgers was throwing him the football. You know, there's only as as many glowing things as I just said about Derek Carr. And I'm one who really values Derek Carr. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is like that elite, 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 elite. You know, there's maybe, like you said, one guy I would put above. I wouldn't even put Patrick Mahomes above him. I mean, Tom Brady's the only one going above him right now on that list of current quarterbacks for me. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think it's crazy to say that, hey, when you don't have, you know, the best quarterback in the league or the second best quarterback in the league anymore throwing you the football, it might be a little bit different. If you're watching us on television right now, you just saw that they put up the graphic with the numbers, the difference between Derek Carr's career stats and Aaron Rodgers' career stats. It's inarguable, Harry. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback, as great as Derek Carr is, again, and as undervalued as I believe Derek Carr is. So I wouldn't be surprised if the production does fall off some for Devontae Adams. But he knew, I mean, he knows that, right? I mean, that yeah. he's not going there for the numbers. That's not why he went to Las Vegas. Well, one of the top thing reasons why he's going to Las Vegas is the relationship that he has with Derek Carr. And not saying that him and uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a great relationship, but I think the relationship with him and Derek Carr is better. Listen, these guys work out together in the offseason multiple, on multiple occasions. Every offseason, they work out together in the Bay Area. They have homes out there. Devontae Adams has a home in Las Vegas as well. So these guys spend a lot of time together, not to mention they were together in college, and they put up a hell of a numbers. So when you look at the from a, from a relationship standpoint, the chemistry is going to be there instantly. It's, it's not like you you're like Russell Wilson going to the Denver Broncos, and, and he has to develop that chemistry with those receivers. These two guys already have that chemistry with one another from what they did in college and how they work out together in the offseason with one another as well. It's also not crazy to say that Aaron Rodgers' production might fall off some when he's not throwing the football to Devontae Mm -hmm. Adams anymore, right? Like, that's a symbiotic relationship. That works both ways. We have the same conversation about another very top-tier quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. What's that going to be like now that he's not throwing the football to Tyreek Hill? Presumably, Tyreek is probably going to take a little bit of a step back with Tua at the helm instead of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, again, not even maybe you still... I'm a Dolphins fan. Maybe you, a lot of <laughs> Dolphins Nation still still holding on to the rope. They still believe in Tua. Maybe he ends up meeting all of our expectations this season. But the expectation can't be Patrick Mahomes, right? And yeah. and because, again, we're talking so elite. So it wouldn't be crazy. If, even if Tua has a great season, still wouldn't be weird if Tyreek takes a little bit of a step back in terms of his numbers. But so may Patrick Mahomes because he's missing his number one target there in Tyreek Hill. We'll see what this means for Aaron Rodgers. But when he's not throwing Devontae Adams the football, and by the way, new guys on that team, young guys on that team, like it might look different for Aaron Rodgers, Harry. 
Oh yeah, like it's a it's a different ball game when you can just drop back and you know a guy's going to be in the spot that you want him to be in, and you can just throw the football up to him and you can bank bank on and count on him making plays over and over again. Now you have a Christian Watson. They still have an Alan Lazard who has the uh, chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. You have Amari Rodgers. You have Randall Cobb. Um, they have Sammy Watkins that they brought back. So now that 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 chemistry with all those guys, except for Randall Cobb because they've been together for so long, is going to have to develop. And will Aaron Rodgers be patient with those guys for it to be able to develop? Christian Watson is a guy that I was high on coming into the draft, and I think he can make some noise for them and make some plays. But will Aaron Rodgers have the patience to be able to deal with the Christian Watson and bring him along versus him just starting out fast? If he doesn't start out fast, will he have that patience? But this is going to force not just Aaron Rodgers but Matt LaFleur to be that much great uh, when Colin plays and dialing things up. He's going to have to utilize those running backs in dynamic situations. Aaron Jones is a guy that can you can flex out and he can run different routes on the route tree as well. Um, they're going to get their tight end back, um, Tungan, who tore his ACL last year. So they're going to have to find a lot of dynamic ways to be able to make plays down the field, but may also have to rely on their run game a lot more this year, more so than they did in years uh, uh, past. We see the phone line lighting up. You can join the conversation at Triple Eight CESPN. I see you, Jerry Chip. Hang on for us. I see that you guys want to get back to NBA free agency talk. Give us a call about any of this, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, or anything NBA free agency. You can give us a call, Triple Eight seven two nine three seven seven six. It seems like the Packers are counting on the fact, Harry, that Aaron Rodgers can make the next. Devontae Adams, right? Where they're like, all right. I mean, it wasn't their choice that Devontae walks. They tried to keep him, but at the same time, they're probably thinking, well, we got to keep, you know, the generational quarterback, which frankly is more important because of the importance on that position. And that guy's good enough that he'll make the next Devontae Adams out of one of these guys, particularly the Rook. And he should be able to. Uh, because this, we're talking about a guy who won back-to-back MVPs, but I also think the Green Bay Packers, when you look at the moves that they made in the draft defensively, you look at free agency and what they were able to do, they're going to get Jair, Jair Alexander back uh, at full strength. Louisville, shout-out to my Louisville connection there. But when you look at what they did defensively, there, I think they're going to bank a little bit more defensively as well this year. So look for all those things. Aaron Rodgers, a guy who won back-to-back MVPs, should be able to step up his play and make these young receivers better, and also their defense being better this year than they were last year so Brett Favre making waves on TMZ giving us the content here on a July 4th which we very much appreciate so keep (laughs) doing that Brett but at the end of the day I don't really think anything he said was that controversial it stands to reason that both Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers might uh, take a little step back from missing each other at least initially I got a question, Amber. Did Brett Favre make this statement in those damn Wranglers and that copper fit that he has on? Like, of course. come on, Brett. Copper sleeves everywhere. <laughs> you know it. That's how Brett Favre does it. Uh, this is how we do it here on KJM. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas. We're filling in for the guys. Happy Independence Day, America. Thanks for joining us. Let's go ahead and get to the phone line again. Triple Eight. Say ESPN if you want to chime in. Esteban in Indiana. What is up, Esteban? Am I saying your name properly first? And what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? Now, thanks for asking, Amber. Uh, as Stephen A. Smith would tell us, it's pronounced Esteban. 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 Uh, or Esteban. Esteban will work too. But uh, Amber, I just want to call in and say we're putting way too much, way too much credit in Aaron Rodgers. Coming off a year where he just lost a really bad playoff game against the Niners. Didn't set the world on fire against the Cardinals. Plays the Lions and a and a gutted 
uh, Vikings defense twice a year. Of course, well-documented success against the Bears twice a year. This is a guy who very much relies on his mobility, has 30, is taking some shots now. I mean, he's not he's not a spring chicken anymore. Just lost his top target. He fed, uh, force-fed targets to in the second half of the playoff game. I think we're we're ready to see a decline here, and I think uh, I think my Bears and Justin Fields are going to have something to say about the North this year. Is the back-to-back current reigning MVP Harry Douglas getting too much of a pass? Because I mean, to his point, right? Like we would expect yeah. a player of that caliber to be winning Super Bowls out here, and Aaron Rodgers is definitely not doing that right now. Well, it depends on are we talking about the regular season or are we talking about the playoffs? If we're talking about the regular season, no, he's not getting too much of a pass. If we're talking about the playoffs where we expect Aaron Rodgers to win another Super Bowl or two at some point, then no, we're not giving him a pass. Um, You talk about the regular season. Aaron Rodgers has been phenomenal in the regular season the last three years, especially Um, the last two years. He just won back to back MVPs. But I think where he's come up short has been in the playoffs. And the caller just mentioned uh, the way he was force-feeding the ball to Devontae Adams in the playoff game, yes. And late in that game, if he makes the correct read to another different wide-open wide receiver coming open on an in-cut, which is you go up about 14, 15 yards, and then you break in, um, they probably win that game against San Francisco as bad as they played as a team still. But he did not make that read. He tried to force-feed Devontae Adams, throwing it downfield, I think, on a post route, and it wasn't successful. So, now Aaron Rodgers is going to be forced to, to diversify the football to a number of different guys because Devontae Adams isn't there. And I think that's, that's one of the things that you kind of seen when Devontae Adams didn't play for the Green Bay Packers. It forced Aaron Rodgers to diversify the football to a lot of different other people. Uh, now, granted, it's going to be for a 17-game span now and not just two or three games. We're going to see how he's going to be able to do it uh, with that on the line. Harry Douglas showing off all the film he watches with that end cut on that one play. We get it, Harry. Okay, we know you're out here still watching all the game film. I do think Aaron Rodgers gets a little bit of a pass. You know, the expectation, uh, it should be winning in the postseason and winning actual championships in the postseason, and and he doesn't do that. So I don't care that, yes, he's a great performer in the regular season. You're the reigning MVP. You're still at the height of your game, and also you did have Devontae Adams. I do wonder if it's some point the deterioration of that relationship ends up being a little bit more of a knock like if it looks great in Vegas and Devontae Adams makes Derek Carr take this next great step and the mm-hmm. Raiders are the Raiders are really a force to be reckoned with this season I do wonder what the narrative is then around Aaron Rodgers if he takes a step back because he doesn't have the the, the same talent to throw to anymore or it's budding talent and it's just not there yet it hasn't been developed yet oh, and I know so what it's going be. How much of that falls on him, you know, for, for, for not be maintaining that relationship with Adams? Well, listen, we're going to be on Aaron Rodgers' ass like white on rice if he doesn't show up and, and, and show out this year without a Devontae Adams. And Devontae Adams has a lot of success Why he's in Vegas with Derek Carr. We're going to be on him. I know I'm going to be on his head, Amber. You're going to be on his I'm going to be on him like white on rice. You're going to be I, on him like white on rice. I'll follow you. I'll be right behind <laughs> you. Uh, this is Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys here on KJM on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Again, we're taking phone calls. Give us a shout. 888 J-E-S-P-N. John in North Carolina, you want to chime in on this subject with Aaron Rodgers. What's up, John? Hey, how's it going? Doing great. Happy 4th, y'all. Happy 4th. Um, 
that white on rice, that's a classic statement, my man. I love it. <laughs> um, it's confusing, though, because there's other types of rice. Like, there's brown on rice, yellow on rice. You know, it's it, it's a little confusing. Go ahead, John. But uh, first and foremost, I am a, a diehard Raiders fan. So uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think he's not – he's going to be just fine. Um, if Randall Cobb can stay healthy, you got the connection there. And I think Lazar might become a beast because he's been with them for a couple years. I, I don't. I don't think that he that he's gonna like you know hit like hard times here. Harry, I'm not saying that. We're just talking, yeah. you know, a little step back. And Devonte, of course, I, I do think that connection matters. So him not having Devonte Adams, fine, it'll probably matter. So I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is about to fall off a cliff. We know the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So to John's point, yes, you're you're probably right, John. Aaron Rodgers will be just fine. And frankly. If Aaron Rodgers didn't make the playoffs this season, he'd be just fine, right? Like, I mean, what are we talking about? Everyone thinks he's great no matter what he does or doesn't do. He's at that level. Let's go ahead and switch subjects here briefly because Jerry in Texas has been hanging on for a while now. Jerry, we appreciate your patience here on this July 4th. I know you want to chime in on the Warriors. I think we just lost Jerry. He was so patient right until up before I got to him. Chip. You're also very patient. Chip in Philadelphia, are you still there? Do you want to talk about Warriors to the KD? Yes, I am. Good morning and happy 4th. Happy 4th. Thank you, sir. Go ahead, Chip. I want to preface my comments about KD going to the Warriors by saying, first, I lived in the Bay Area uh, during the time before Kevin Durant left OKC and came to the Warriors, and I know some of the Warrior players talked to him in the Hamptons to try to talk him into going. Uh, The way I look at it is this. KD was never a Warrior in the first place. I went to a lot of games at Oracle. KD was very aloof, and if you even were at the games, you saw that he wasn't part of the kind of mentality that the Warriors had. And basically, he was somebody that said he wanted to be the man before he left OKC because he was tired of being second under uh, LeBron James, which I always thought was curious to hear somebody want to be the man when they're playing a team sport. I thought if you wanted to be the man, you should probably be a boxer or something. So that that whole expression never made any sense to me in the first place. But to me, the Warriors need to go back. The nucleus that they got their championships from during the time when Mark Jackson was the coach was from the draft. Uh, They got Steph, they got Draymond, and they got Klay Thompson. Uh, they're looking to build for the future, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for them to go and to give up pool and people that look like that could be the next generation because these guys are obviously that nucleus, the three are getting older. They're not going to be lasting that much longer. Instead of worrying about getting another championship or two, and there's no guarantee with KD because we know that all of these guys now are more injury-prone now because they're getting up in age, and he's already had the Achilles problem before. Chip, you can't already want a rebuild of the Warriors when they just won a championship. Like, we're just weeks removed for them winning another NBA title. It ain't rebuild time yet. I do understand, to that caller's point, that Clay is aging, right? We saw that Draymond is taking a little bit of a step back in his game. Even Steph, maybe not 2016, Steph Curry, fine. But the Andrew Wiggins of the world, the Jordan Pools of the world, they've certainly helped that aging process. But it's win-now time with those guys on your team. And by the way, Harry, they're actually winning now. <laughs> you don't but, rebuild when you're actually winning right now, right? And here's the thing, though. A, a lot of people got to stick. Listen, Kevin Durant is the cheat code. 
he is the cheat code. And I, and I actually tweeted this uh, in, the, in, the, in the finals. It was one game I was like, this is why they do miss KD because all this pressure on Steph Curry to have to be great every single night. When Kevin Durant's there, he don't have to be great every single night. He can diverse up, uh, defer some of that pressure. Yeah, he can help out that problem there with that whole aging thing of those three with those four collectively. I think it would look just fine frankly at this age coming up next should the Warriors trade for Kevin Durant we'll continue this discussion on KJM thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Matt's the podcast check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN radio Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.